Hello everyone, thank you for joining me here on The Way of Sobriety. This show is dedicated to sharing who people become and the lessons they learn while living soberly. And by that I mean abstaining from drugs and alcohol or simply living in a sober state of mind. Strong, just what I think I am. This podcast is sponsored in part by My New Leaf Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing online and smartphone tools designed to maximize personal growth. Okay, here we go. Reboot of the Way of Sobriety podcast. Coming at you from the closet in my house. Trying to make sure that there's no extra sound. Everything's crisp and perfect, but that's not realistic. And I don't have a thousand hours in my week to dedicate to this podcast. So I'm redoing everything. We're going completely off the cuff, minus what I've already written for episodes uh, one through four. I'm just going to reread these those to you guys. They're going to be uh, a lot less scripted. I'll read what the scripts were. I'll make sure that uh, I elaborate on a lot of stuff that I didn't elaborate on last time. And I'll make sure uh, that I can keep doing this. Because before when I was recording, I put so much time into editing and making everything pretty that it just stole my life. It wasn't fair to my family, my wife, my kids, and I just didn't have the time to do it. So I really love this project. I want to be in it and I want to be able to produce these, but I can't write my shows as an essay form and then read them for a microphone, make sure everything's perfect, do all this editing. It's not realistic. I really need to just go at this one recording, throw it up on my computer, done. So I'm back and I'm going to try to make sure there's no more blackouts. Uh, We'll see how this goes. See if you guys like this format a little bit better. I'd really like some feedback. Please look me up, uh, email me thewayofsobriety at gmail.com or just look me up on Facebook even. Ryan Buzzard, send me a message. Let me know how you like this format as opposed to the last. Uh, going for a minute, but I'm back now. True leaders never play the background. Hard step up, never back down. I'ma keep a lid, no blackouts. Going for a minute, but I'm back now. True leaders never play the background. Hard step up, never back down. I'ma keep a lid, no blackouts. So if you haven't heard Antoine Banks Williams, that was him. Fantastic artist. Just amazing. You gotta look him up. Antoine Banks Williams. He's on Spotify. He's the sound engineer for Ear Hustle Podcast. It was originated in San Quentin. Uh, fantastic podcast. Real heartfelt, real funny. Check that out. But also check out Antoine Banks Williams. His music is great. It's heartfelt. The lyrics are just, man, they hit you. And I really appreciate them. Those lyrics you just heard, gone for a minute, but I'm back now perfect for what's going on here i was gone for a minute from may uh until now because i had other priorities and just making everything scripted just it wasn't gonna happen couldn't do it so here i am sitting in my closet one take this is what it's gonna be one take you know the deal uh let me get this transcript out from the last one podcast and let's just start reading it. And as I read, I'll probably do some cutoffs. And I'll probably tell you some other stuff that kind of hits my mind. We'll see where this goes. So, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me here on the Way of Sobriety. 
This show is dedicated to sharing who people become and the lessons they learn while living soberly. And by that I mean not doing drugs, abstaining them from altogether, and alcohol, obviously, or simply living with a sober state of mind. Episode 2, I'll dig into that a lot further. You can understand what I mean by a sober state of mind. I am your host, Brian Buzzard, or By the Book Buzz. Like all my friends in prison called me because I was always the guy that was telling them, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be thinking this. You should be doing the right thing. You shouldn't get out of jail and do drugs again. You shouldn't get out of jail and sell drugs again. Quit with all this criminal behavior. Quit with all these things you're saying in here. This shit isn't funny. This is your life. Be real. Actually get your shit together. That's where I was at. That's where I still live at. So buy the book Buzz. That's me. Obviously, I struggled for a long time to find the courage to share myself like this. You know, the stigma associated with my past that wants to find who I was as a person is difficult to overcome. Exposing myself and vulnerably admitting that I was once a drug acting prisoner of the PA State Corrections Department has often tarnished the respect that I'd earned by being the man I am today. So often I get to know someone and I'm just me. I just act like me. I do what I'm doing. I'm living the way I'm living. And then months down the road, those people find out that I once was a, a drug addict. I once was homeless. I once was completely despicable. And I caused a lot of harm to people that didn't deserve it. When these people find this stuff out, all of a sudden they go from respecting me, being kind, to looking at me differently. They stigmatize me. They treat me like I'm just a nut. They lose the respect that they had. You know, along my journey, I've worked diligently to challenge the status quo of what people think when they envision an addict or a convicted felon. These days, it's so common to see videos of addicts in recovery telling their war stories of how substance use disorder became a major issue issue in their lives, followed by a redemption story of how they navigated the current systems of care to find their way out. You know, let's get to know everybody and always preface those conversations with, what's the worst thing you ever did? So that we immediately have bad feelings about them. We immediately think worse of those people. And we categorize them. It's just, that's what our minds do. Can't help it. We just immediately put them in a category because that's what we want to do. Need to know how to treat everybody. Need to know what category they all go in. It's just talk about their worst thing. Put them in a category. It's shitty. It's not fair. People don't deserve to be prefaced by the worst thing they ever did. And most people in the world that haven't been addicts, haven't been to prison, they don't have to deal with that. And that's, that's fair. It's right. Back to what I wrote here. I never liked those kind of videos, obviously, you can hear. Um, just feels disingenuous. Feels more like the current systems of care are trying to advertise like, hey, look at this. Our rehab works. Hey, look at us. Our rehab works. Our 12 steps works. It's all annoying. It's all advertisement for those things just to keep the system going, right? Don't think outside the box. Don't go at it on your own. Don't just re-envision yourself. Always live as who you were. Sorry for the beeps. I got a text message. I'll turn it down. 
feels more like advertisements for the current system of care rather than the way to open the world's eyes to the fact that people do recover and that they become beautiful humans with great qualities that they share with the world. Okay, said that before, just rereading my old transcripts. I just never felt good about that, the thought of being represented in that way. But that's all the fight of redefining yourself. You got to figure out who you are inside. You got to figure out who you want the world to see you as and who you want to be. Uh, If you're okay with presenting yourself to everybody in the world as I'm a recovered drug addict or I'm a recovered criminal, whatever, that's your thing. Go ahead and do that. But I don't know exactly. I'm not sure that that's conducive to redefining yourself in today's society. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it works for some of you. It doesn't work for me and that's not how I'm going to live. Uh, back to the transcripts. My story is one of redemption, self-discovery, forgiveness, selflessness, blessings, and learned experiences. Because that's what life's all about. Learning from your experiences. Finding forgiveness. Discovering who you are on the inside. Being humble, yet proud of who you are. Giving to others. Being graceful. Providing blessings to other people. Receiving blessings. And redeeming your, your qualities. Redefining who I am. And what I bring to the world, that's my daily philosophy. When I chose to make a change, I set my mind on growing mentally, spiritually, and physically every day in whatever ways possible. I was in prison. I was in county jail more so, let's say. Just jail, not prison. I was in jail. And I thought, shit, I'm going to have years to spend here. What am I going to do? How am I going to make this time work for me rather than be just a waste of my time? So I figured... I have a few options. I can just be a bum. I can do nothing. I can sit here and completely just vegetate. Or I could get real good at playing cards. Pinochle, poker, uh, spades, hearts. Whatever you're into, those are the card games you can play. Or dominoes, maybe I could be good at those. But I'm not into repetitive shit like that, and it really bores me. So that was out of the question. Although I did spend my time playing a few of those games, especially hearts. Shout out Big Mike. Shout out uh, Frank. Those card games we had during the winter were really funny. That was a great time. Thank you guys. However, uh, what I wanted to do with my time, what I ultimately decided was that I need to take this time. I need to grow. I need to learn. I need to become a better man. So I can develop my mind somehow every single day I can learn something new I can read my Bible I can read any book I can find so I decided I would exercise my mind figured I could exercise my body every day push-ups sit-ups yoga whatever figured I'd do that every day there's some physical growth and then for me my spirituality I prayed I meditated and I decided that would be my daily philosophy every day I woke up in jail it was How can I grow mentally, spiritually, and physically? And when I went to bed at night, if I could answer back to myself what I did that day to accomplish those three things, I was winning. Even at the times when I was on lockdown and I couldn't get out of my cell, which happens all the time. If you've been locked down, you know, you get it. It sucks. And a lot of times, 
you don't know how to make your days not feel like Groundhog Day. And it pretty much is. But what I would do is just focus on me. And if I could get those three things done that day, I could go to bed feeling accomplished. I stayed inside a box all day long, but I did those three things. I grew. System couldn't hold me back. The system couldn't keep me from becoming a better man that day just because they kept me in a box, isolated from my family, my friends, and society, school, college, whatever. I grew. I did that. That was me. Everybody has that choice. Back to the transcripts. Uh... I believe that this is how I would recover and develop myself into the man I needed to be so that my life actions would always be a silent apology to the people I hurt while not living a socially acceptable life. And I'm not unique in this way. Many men and women who go to prison or who take their chance at becoming sober, they completely change their lives. They don't continue to be the old selves they were. Things get better. People grow, become better people. We're not always the same person we were when we committed our worst crime or when we were in our deepest, darkest, cavernous hole of addiction. So with this podcast, I'm setting out when this sentence is so stupid, I don't even really like the way it sounds, but I'm setting out to truly break stigma for prisoners, ex-cons, and addicts once and for all. It sounds ridiculous. sounds so lofty, but... You'll see in future podcasts what I mean by breaking that stigma. I mean, these conversations with individuals that have been winning and getting through it, they're not going to immediately be, so what did you do? Tell me about your worst self. Let's preface everybody's knowledge of who this individual is with the worst shit you ever did. We're going to rework that. We're going to ignore all that because that stuff doesn't matter. Yeah, you've been through something. You're on this podcast. You've been through something. We don't want to care or we don't want to talk about it. We want to hear what you're doing today. This podcast is going to be a platform for men and women who've been blossoming along their path to share who they are, what defines them, and what they gratefully bring to the world around them today. Uh, sorry for the deep breaths. I mean, I'm barely taking a breath here and there. Um, getting a little winded. <laughs> There's the unscripted, unedited, new version of The Way of Sobriety. I hope you like it. This is me, deep breathing, because I'm stuck in my closet, reading my transcripts, trying to talk to you guys. Here goes again, back to the transcripts. I look forward to hearing meaningful and life-changing stories of learned experiences from each person on this show. This will be an opportunity for them to share the wisdom they've gained with their brothers and sisters and as an act of goodwill. My hope is that each episode will change the future of our listeners or brighten the road ahead for someone destined, destined to see the same spot in their road at some point. This endeavor, you know, this podcast, what I'm doing here, it'll be me seeking change from the inside out. I'll be reaching out to people who are still incarcerated, reaching out to people who are in rehab facilities, reaching out to people who are doing it silently on their own. Some people might call in on the phone. Some people I might see in person and we'll do our recording then. And some people might just send me a letter. It, it, maybe you won't know which one's which. Maybe the person that records in person, you might think that they were on the phone. Or maybe the person that sends me a letter, I'll get somebody to play an actor for that part. 
who knows? You might never know exactly who there are, who they are and what their past is. Rather than having public officials, college graduates, or public published published authors offering guidance for someone experienced addiction or conviction it will be people with street cred and the roots that garner them our respect our attention to hear what they have to say that can brighten our minds and offer us knowledge Again, sorry about that beep. I was pretty sure that I turned my cell phone down so that text messages would not be making noise. Sorry about that. Back to the transcripts. (laughs) Uh, So a dear friend of mine, Ray Brandon, he's the COO of My New Leaf, a nonprofit that brought me on board. They've treated me with so much kindness. Uh, I'm one of their board members, started out just being the man of many hats, cleaning bathrooms, picking up garbage, offering insights, whatever. Didn't matter. I was doing anything to give back. These guys took me in with a loving, uh, with loving arms. Ray Brandon, shout out to Ray Brandon. Look him up on LinkedIn. Fantastic, beautiful man. He is so kind, so loving. He's been a father figure to me and my mentor. He deserves all of the respect that anybody can give anyone in his position. Shout out to Ray Brandon. So Ray once said, I mean, it was, it was probably last year when I started this podcast. He wrote a little something for me. Ray said, they say that your past defines you. There is something terribly wrong with that statement. There's a subtle yet powerful distinction between the past defining us and the past shaping us. Ray's correct. Roots help us develop into who we are, but roots aren't necessarily what define us. What defines us is how we live, the passions we share, and the impact we make on the world around us. How are you beautifying your reality? What are you giving back to your loved ones and your friends and the people you interact with every day? How are you changing the world? That's what defines who you are right now. The past is gone. The future is still to come. What are you doing right now? That's what defines you. That's who you are. Each of the guests on this show have had lived experiences that coincide with stigmas when shared in the common way that we see them shared today. You know, the typical, I'm a drug addict or I'm a convict. This is what I did. This is how I got there. This is how I got to today. I'm chewing, chewing, I'm choosing to allow the roots that coincide with this stigma to go unspoken because how do you stop a stigma? You just don't talk about it. If those things are going to be your stigma, you don't define people by those things that create the stigma, right? You won't be hearing the typical war stories followed by the story of how each person fought their way out of their former life. You won't hear me request stories of how a person ended up in prison or addiction or whatever their worst spot in life ever was. You may never realize whether the person I'm interviewing is grouped into one or the other, or both, or any category that you would associate with something that's stigmatized. You might choose to decide 
to answer that question as you hear the story they they share of lived experiences that changed who they are at their core but I encourage you to suspend the need to stigmatize and categorize people. Those labels don't matter. What matters is uncovering the treasure that these people truly are today and the heartfelt wisdom that they are sharing today. Personal development is an epic undertaking, especially when you find yourself lost and then have chosen that it's time to reimagine your self-image and polish the unique qualities about yourself yourself to share them with the world in positive ways so many people you know, come around to january 1st and everybody says ah, i want to lose some weight ah, i want to read more books man maybe i want to i don't know pray every day i, I want to get back into yoga i want to stop drinking soda whatever their whatever their new year's resolution is <clears throat> but how many people actually complete those how many people are coming to January 1st and saying, you know what, I want to completely redefine the man or woman I am today. By the end of this year, I'm going to be a completely different person inside and out. That's my goal. Completely different person. I want people to come up to me at the end of this year and say, where'd the old person go? What's going on here? Who are you? How did this change? What happened? That's what, how many people are doing that? Not many. Because personal development and actually changing who you are at your core, it's epic. It is so hard. It is not easy to let go of everything you know, every way you act, all the things that you've done, all the ways that you interact with the world, and redefine it all, change it all, become a better person, become a new you. It is not easy. So let us suspend judgment for any reason and accept people for where they are, who they are, and who they want to be for us. Back to the transcripts. I believe that although adversity happens, self-actualized or otherwise, we can overcome it. And in, that pro in the process of doing so, we develop our unique qualities for the betterment of mankind. By harnessing our current or past circumstances, seeking the lessons within them, utilizing them for personal growth, not just letting life happen to us, we're able to cultivate our best selves. If you're constantly thinking about how you're acting, how your, how your everyday actions are affecting others and affecting your life trajectory. When you're constantly evaluating that to make sure that you're doing better, to make sure that you're not going backwards, to make sure that there aren't negative consequences that could potentially be happening, you will succeed. You will avoid prison. You will avoid living in the gutter. You will avoid a lot of really hard hardships just by always making sure you're doing the right thing we don't have to live through addiction or prison without coming out the other end with minds that have an understanding of what it meant to us or how it impacted us in ways that put gems in our crown rather than rust on the edges 
We all bring a special something to the world around us. This special something is what I will be trying to uncover and absolutely praising on this show. All I ask is that you offer me your unbiased ears as the individuals that I present on this show in probably episode five, episode six, something like that. The first couple are all about like setting the stage. You got to hear those, understand the stage, and then we'll move on and I'll start interviewing and I'll start giving my, uh, I'll start, I'll start interviewing. Uh, man, I lost it. Hold on. <laughs> Here's those bleeps and bloops that my mentor, Ray, told me would be okay to have in this show. I told him I really wanted to get back into this. Really, really, like my heart is in this podcast. But it's absolutely not into this podcast more than it is into my family. And so that's why it fell away. Because I didn't have 10, 15 hours to record, edit, create, just polish this whole thing up. It's got to be one. It's got to be one recording and out the door. So that's what you're getting. Let me find where I was at on these transcripts so we can pick up where we left off. Uh, each person on this podcast is a living testament to the fact that your past is not your future. You have the power to redefine who you are and the place you hold in the world. As you journey forward, my friends, remember that you all must answer this question. Who are you? You got to figure that out. That's the big what's going on here. What am I doing in this world? What kind of person do I want to be? How am I going to live? How am I going to treat my neighbor, my mother, my kids, my friends? It's in you. You have to figure that out. Nobody can give it to you. Because we're all different. And we all bring a special something. What's your special something? Who are you? Who's the beautiful you? We all want to see it. We all need it. This podcast is a platform for lived experience to elicit change in the world. This podcast is for the voices that are often pushed aside or disregarded because of stigma. I want to talk to the people that the rest of the world wouldn't want to listen to. Because a lot of times people say, you don't have a degree. You're not a professor. Why should I listen to you? Maybe it's because the people who have been in the gutter, the people who have been through extreme hardship, whether they caused it themselves or not, those people have real deep insight. They have real lessons to teach others. And we should listen. They're the ones that can change the system of care that we have now. They're the ones that can change children who might end up being drug addicts or prisoners they're the ones that can reach out with their learned experience with the knowledge they have now they share that knowledge they have now maybe it'll change the life of somebody else maybe somebody else won't go the same route i i expect for our mind's propensity stereotyping to be challenged as we hear from individuals who have a history that is understood vaguely but not spoken of directly directly 
excuse me, a history that if divulged at the outset or during an interview itself would typically cause a large majority of society to immediately stigmatize and ignore. Get it? I think I beat that horse to death. This podcast is one of exploring what it looks like to grow through adversity and or recover on the path to a life of renewed and redefined self-image. Who are you today? Not who were you 10 years ago when this all started. So now that you heard the reboot, the brand new reboot of the way of sobriety, how does it make you feel? Do you mind the way that I'm like messing this all up? It's not scripted. You can hear me breathing real heavy, doing my thing, messing up, trying to go back to my transcripts. Just it's real. It's raw. You're hearing the bleeps and bloops, my clicky mouth, my breath, everything. How do you feel about all that? I really want to hear from you guys. Please send me an email. Send me a text. If you guys know me, send me a text. Let me know how this is making you feel. If you don't know me, look me up on LinkedIn. Look me up on Instagram, Facebook. Send me a message. Let me know how you're feeling about all this. I would really like to hear it because this is new. I just, I'm wondering how the world's uh, perceiving all this. How are you, how's this, uh, how's this reaching you and how do you feel about it? Please let me know on Twitter um, at Way of Sobriety on LinkedIn, Mr. Ryan Buzzard, all one word. My email is the Way of Sobriety at gmail.com. Uh, originally, this podcast, I ended it with a beautiful song from my friend Stephanie Steves. She's the lead singer from a band called Town. That's T O W N E. Now, this song is beautiful. It's heartfelt. It really hit me, and it made me cry a few times, to be honest, because it's empowering, and it's a beautiful song. It's called Heart Still Beating, and originally I played this whole song at the end of this podcast, and the snippet at the beginning, those few little bits of uh, the noise at the beginning that is behind my introduction, that's the beginning of the song. So I originally played the entire thing at the end of my podcast and it was beautiful and I love sharing it and I'm trying to get as many people to look up town and look up Stephanie and listen to her music, support her, show her some love, but I'm not going to play the whole song anymore. I'm going to play a clip. If you want to hear the rest of it, get onto their website, get onto their Spotify, like and follow, share her music, share their music, just be a fan. She's such a great person. She gave me this song. She pulled it out of the archives, said, here, use it for your podcast, and I'll never be able to tell her how much that means. It's so heartfelt, so I'm really thankful. But copyright issues, you know, iPod or Apple won't let you play an entire song at the end. They won't upload it to iTunes, whatever. I'm not going to do that. I'd really like you guys to just look her up. Sorry, now I'm, I'm reading over my transcripts here to see if I left anything out. Uh, here's their handle. This is what I was looking for. Uh, you can look her up, them up, facebook.com backslash townband, T-O-W-N-E-B-A-N-D. Or you can look them up on Instagram and Twitter at Town music. Uh, they have 
a lot of music that's available. This song in particular, you can download it at townmusic.bandcamp.com along with their other songs. The reason this song was important to me, and this is it was perfect for this podcast, and it still is, and I'm, I'm still going to give you a clip, but it reminds me that parts of me have broken along the way, but in the breaks, I've strengthened and rebuilt beauty to share with the world. That when times get hard, and when I'm feeling really, really down on myself, like, what am I doing here? I can close my eyes, I can look in that rearview mirror, and I can go, huh. But holy shit, look where I came from. I am a good man. I am doing the right thing. I am loving my family and my wife. And I'm working really hard and I'm doing everything I can to be a good man. And be a living apology for all the crap that I did. All the bad things that I've done. All the hurt that I've caused. And this song just... It reminds me to stay strong. It reminds me to keep persevering and to just be proud of who I am, but humble because I'm not perfect. Please look the song up. It's called Heart Still Beating. And as I'm talking to you about it, I'm going to look it up real quick on my Spotify, play you a clip. Let's see. Heart still beating. Town. Hmm. Won't let me get it on Spotify. You're going to have to get it on Bandcamp. But all their other music is on Spotify. Look them up. They are great. (laughs) Great band. Look them up on Spotify. Follow them. Share their music. Here we go. Heart still beating on band camp I'm only going to play a little bit of it I'll give you a little taste let's see You gotta look up the rest of the song. It is so beautiful. It is fantastic. It really gives me chills. Just the words are perfect. If you've ever been through something, if you ever start feeling down on yourself, and you're having trouble remembering how strong you are and how far you've come, (laughs) this song will hit you right in the feels. Go look them up. Heart Still Beating by Town. T-O-W-N-E. 
And for now, I'm going to tell everybody I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with episode two. I'm probably going to do the same thing. Read the episode, do transcripts, do a little reboot, give you some more insight, breathe heavy a little bit in your ears. Hopefully that's not really annoying. I used to edit all that out. Uh, you're going to get the bleeps, the bloops, the everything. This is one take. Y'all know the deal. If you ever listened to or uh, seen El Presidente, you know, one bite, everybody knows the rules. Well, this is one take, everybody knows the rules. Uh, shout out to El Presidente. Thank you for your pizza reviews. They're, they're perfect, funny, lighthearted. I like watching you. Good guy. Thank you. Uh, but uh, let me just say once again, thanks for listening. Shout out to Antoine Banks Williams. Shout out to uh, Ear Hustle Podcast, straight out of San Quentin. You guys are, man, I love your podcast. I, I really love it. Everybody go check it out. Shout out to Stephanie Steves, Town Band. Talk to you next time, everybody.